Well, hello there, everyone. Welcome to the Christmas Hot Topics podcast. I hope wherever you are that you're warm and cozy, you've got your Rudolph socks on, and that Christmas pudding jumper that you bought a few years ago that you thought was really funny at the time, but now you're not so sure. You've got a hot cup of cocoa, the steam just tickling your nose. You're curled up on the sofa with a blanket over you, and all you can hear is the crackling of the fire, the sounds of friends and family laughing, and the gentle pitter-patter of reindeer hooves on the roof. But let's be honest, the chances of that are pretty low, because you're probably listening to this in the car on the way to a vaccination clinic. Thanks, Santa, but no one asked for Omicron this Christmas. And just in case, unlike Royal Mail, you will still be delivering all the presents to all the boys and all the girls, please do a lateral flow test first. Wash your hands, wear a mask. It's Wednesday, the 15th of December, 2021. This is the Hot Topics Podcast. Thanks for joining us once again, everyone, on the Hot Topics podcast from NB Medical. Pause singing, ropey timing, limited ability to rhyme. Yes, it must be me, Neil Tucker, again, here to see you through news, views and research in the world of general practice. Stick around to the end if you want me to demonstrate all of those qualities in another song. In fact, this is the last podcast of the year. It's our Christmas podcast and I hadn't really intended on doing this, but I think today, given how things have unfolded over the last few weeks, rather than focus on any new research papers that's published, we're going to just talk a little bit about Omicron and things are changing day by day. So by the time you listen to this, probably whatever I'm saying is going to be totally out of date. In fact, that might be my theme of the year, being out of date by the time I've even published. I'm just editing this quick bit in here because I see on the news tonight that we've just breached 70, uh, 79,000 cases on Wednesday the 15th of December. So it seems reasonable to expect we might continue to break records and cases may keep on rising, in which case by the time you're listening to this, we may all be just sweaty messes lying around in our beds desperately hoping for some Lemsip. So I'm not going to tell you all of the ins and outs about Omicron because you'll have heard that in the news relentlessly over the last few days. But I thought this was maybe an opportunity to just look back on what we've managed to achieve in the last year and maybe then just look forward over the next few weeks to see what we're going to be up against then. So just when you thought things were going to be okay, out of the blue comes Omicron, this new variant. In the next few days, it will be the dominant variant in the UK. It is significantly more transmissible than Delta. Oh, good old Delta, please come back to us. We don't know much about the severity of the disease, but those early reports suggesting that it may be milder than Delta seem to have been rebuked. And of course, we know that two doses of a vaccine provides much more limited protection than it did against Delta. But with a booster vaccine, you can get quite reasonable protection. Since the middle of November in the UK, COVID rates have been steadily rising. And then in the last few days, it seems like they've been ramping up much more quickly. This and the fact that most people who have been vaccinated in the UK have only been double jabbed so far is why then there's been this government drive to get everyone vaccinated over the age of 18 by the end of December. What? Slow down there. By the end of December. Wow, that's really ambitious. Who on earth is going to do that? 
Oh, we're going to do we're going to do that. Right. 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 Oh, yeah. 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 I had loads of spare time. It's OK. Well, when I say spare time, what I really meant was there was that time between when I opened the presents on Christmas and and then I start cooking the lunch. Yeah, well, Boxing Day, I was thinking about going out for a nice walk, you know, stretching the legs, burning off some of the indulgences from the day before. What's that, the Monday and the Tuesday? Well, I was thinking of going seeing my relatives. Haven't seen their kids in a while. Thought I should go and see the nieces and nephews. But hey, I guess I will just cancel everything and I'll do some vaccine clinics then. Can I wear a Santa hat? You've got to laugh. One month ago, we were being absolutely smashed in the media. The politicians were all bundling in as well. This week, we've had Boris Let's Have a Party Johnson talking about the country's fantastic GPs. We've got the What Have We Ever Done For You Except Charge You GMC writing a letter of support for GPs. We've got NHS England desperately begging PCNs that have pulled out of vaccinations to please, please reconsider. And we've even got the chair of the RCGP being strong-armed by Chris Whitty. I'd like to see that fight. Can you imagine the arm wrestle there? Martin Marshall versus Chris Whitty. I'd pay money for that. Probably not the full RCGP membership fee. No one wants to pay that. Emailing us all on a Sunday night commiserating with how hard things have been, whilst also acknowledging that it's our moral duty to save the population once again. Of course, there was the inevitable social media meltdowns. But after that, people wiped their tears away and got planning because the reality is that around the country, general practice has been pulling its socks up, desperately trying to think how we can help deliver one million vaccines a day. And because I know that we're awesome, I suspect all of you will be able to figure out a way to make that happen. How do I know this? Well, let's have a little look back at the at the achievements we've made this year. So in the UK, there have been 51 million first doses administered, 46.6 million second doses administered. 21 million booster doses given. Two thirds of these, or near enough, have been given by general practice. It is frankly extraordinary. Now you might think to yourself, well how much difference has it made? Here we are seeing another big wave of a new variant. Indeed, I had a WhatsApp from my stepmother earlier in this week just with her moaning about, well, I've lost all faith in the government. They told me to get two doses of AstraZeneca and I had it and now I find it doesn't protect me at all. What am I meant to think next? I've had it. I'm not going to have any more vaccines at all. Not until I really know the truth. I hadn't really pegged her as a vaccine denier. All I could do was profusely apologise on behalf of those vaccine scientists that have just been sat around twiddling their thumbs over the last few years, just having a bit of a chuckle in their office at everyone's expense. Oh yeah, here's another few million suckers taking our vaccine. Muppets, it's not going to work at all. I apologised on behalf of all the GPs, nurses, HCAs, pharmacists and everyone else who had been administering vaccines to the population over the last year just out of some sense of sadism. I apologised on behalf of all those moaning minis in third world countries who haven't even had a single vaccination yet. Well, look, look what you've missed out on. Absolutely nothing. Stop moaning. And then I had to get in my car, drive for three hours to go and see my parents and then headbutt some sense into them. 
simultaneously pointing out that they've never knowingly had COVID. And that could well be, just could be, down to the vaccinations they've had in the last year. It turns out that both my parents have already had their boosters, but they were just freaking out a little bit because they thought they were definitely going to die by the new year. Anyway, that brings me on to what good has vaccinations actually done? And this is data published by the government in September. So, in fact, things may even be better than um, than we're seeing here. But this is the official figures of the benefits of the vaccine. So in the UK, they have prevented 100,000 deaths, 240,000 hospitalizations, and 24 million COVID infections. In my mind, that's not nothing. That's a hell of a lot. And two thirds of that is down to all of you. So back to Omicron, are the vaccines going to actually make a difference there? Well, the variant has been described as antigenically distant from the original SARS-CoV-2 strain. This means that previous infection with COVID, so if you've just had Delta, that doesn't offer you a lot of protection against future infection with Omicron. And the vaccines aren't as effective. And they've shown that the level of neutralizing antibodies that are made after infection is significantly lower with Omicron than with the other variants that we've seen so far. So that's why the AstraZeneca vaccine doesn't seem to make much difference if you've just had two doses and the Pfizer one, the Moderna ones, they're a bit better, but um, but still not that great. But a booster continues to further prime your immune system and then that does provide good protection so you've got a it's got a high vaccine effectiveness of 70 to 75 percent so that's the level of protection against symptomatic infection so we don't have the data at the moment to know what's going to happen with levels of hospitalization serious illness and death due to omicron but all of the thought all of the thinking from the experts all of the current knowledge that we've gained throughout the rest of this pandemic suggests that even despite this antigenic shift that we've seen here, the current vaccines with the booster should provide very good protection and much better protection than that 70 to 75% level that they talk about for preventing symptomatic infection. That's a good enough reason to start vaccinating everyone. But of course, the main drive is to try and prevent a huge spike in January where um, the result will be that half of us are ill and off of work and then um, things start really to unwind as services can't be maintained. That's one of the reasons why they started recommending that NHS workers don't go to Christmas parties. That's after um, that uh, party, that lunchtime party of ICU staff in Malaga. One quarter of the 400 of them ended up with COVID by the end of it. Imagine if that was replicated up and down the UK, it would be absolute carnage. The government, of course, are trying to free up our resources. They have pledged to stop some of the routine work that general practice undertakes. All of that went into the media. Probably the public looked at that and thought, uh, oh, general practice is going to do even less, are they? We all looked at that and thought, well, this is nonsense. Over 75 health checks. If that's just about all that you're going to stop, then we are absolutely stuffed. Apparently, the police and the fire service are going to step in to support GPs. I don't quite know what they're actually intending to do with them to support us, but I quite like the idea of being blue lighted past all of the queues of traffic for Christmas shopping when I need to get to a vaccination clinic on time. 
None of us think this is going to be easy. None of us think we can really do this in the normal daytime hours. Everyone is doing more and I dare say many of you will end up sacrificing some of your precious time off over the festive period. As ever, it does have to be a balance. There is only so much that any of us can do. So do make sure that you get some time for yourself, that you get a bit of time to unwind and relax. This year has been relentless, unremitting. You will need and deserve a break. And just take a little bit of time to give yourself a big pat on the back. Because what you've done this year has been awesome. And I have no doubt that in the next few months, you will continue to be awesome. Now, MB Medical is done for the year. We finished our final course just a few days ago, but all guns are blazing. So um, from January, we'll be back. We'll be doing more live webinars. Do check out the website. In February, we've got our abnormal blood results course. It's a new course that we're doing. In March, we've got another new course that we're doing on managing obesity and overweight, as well as the usual hot topics, urgent care, diabetes, women's health, nurses, cancer courses, and more. And don't forget that if you sign up for NB+, so that's just over £300 for a year, you can come on all of these courses online, on the live webinars and on demand. And you get all of the books online as well, plus a whole range of other things too. It's a bargain. Early Christmas present, anyone? Go on, treat yourself. Me? Well, thanks, but I've got it already. All I want for Christmas is to not get Omicron. Look after yourselves out there, everyone. Good luck. Keep up the great work and have a fabulous Christmas. Bye-bye. Oh, the Omicron outside is frightful. Two jabs just won't protect you. You're gonna need number three. CRGP, CRGP, CRGP. Oh, the... <laughs> oh, you see, I don't really know what I'm doing right now. Oh, the COVID cases keep on rising. And Omicron's been quite surprising. General practice put to task. Come on down, please don't cough, wear a mask. When we finally kiss goodnight Because you've been let out of the vaccination clinic, finally I want to see a lateral flow And if you want to hold me tight A COVID passport's the only way to go Oh, the government has said get jabbing And Christmas is cancelled, quit your blabbing We don't care if it makes you sad We'll still have our parties at number 10 You get on and jab 